going on? Welcome into Sports Betting Daily. How are we doing on a Thursday? Today is March 31st, 2022. How's your week so far? What is going on with your sports betting? Are you hitting this week? Are you up? Are you down? Are you getting ready for this weekend? Hopefully it's been a good week so far. On today's show, it is story time Thursday. Gather around the campfire. Uncle Tyler is going to tell some stories. And today I'm going to talk about that time about two years ago where I uh, thought about selling picks. I got involved selling picks. I actually created a business and sold some picks. And I'll talk about my experience and why I don't do that anymore and why I think it's such a scam that a lot of people still want to do that and tout and sell picks to this day. So... We'll get to that in just a minute. First things first, want to thank Thrive Fantasy. Now, Thrive Fantasy, as we've talked about, is the place to be to bet player props. They do all these different fun ways of incorporating player props into different bets. But the thing I like the most about Thrive Fantasy is the prop lobby where you can make player prop parlays. And it's the best payouts in the entire industry for parlays. Okay, so first off, Thrive Fantasy is paying out the best of any sports book out there for player prop parlays. What they're doing uh, coming up this weekend on top of that, they're running this really cool promotion called Slash the Prop. What it is, you'll get uh, prop slashed for players who are alma maters or players who who went to colleges who are in the Final Four, right? So Joel Embiid from Kansas, Jason Tatum from Duke, Kyle Lowry from Villanova, Harrison Barnes from North, uh, North Carolina, their, their props are going to be slashed coming up this weekend. So, for example, tonight, Joel Embiid, instead of 12.5 rebounds, they dropped it down to 9.5. Now, you don't have to be a math whiz to understand that's great value. They're already paying out tremendous. Do yourself a favor, sign up, get these great props, and make some money. Online, thrivefantasy.com, or download the app, and put in promo code SBD when you're signing up. That gets you a 100% deposit bonus up to 100 bucks. Thrive Fantasy. Download the app or go online, put in promo code SBD for that sign-up bonus. All right, let's get to it. Story time Thursday, uh, the time where I sold picks. And look, when I first got going in betting sports, uh, I, I started my career in 2017. And I had worked for about four years before that trying to build a system that would actually let me do this full time. So it's been a long work in progress. But Once I finally got to the point where I was really confident that I had winning picks and a winning system and a winning approach, uh, things began to change. And look, to understand that fully and and to get to the point where you think or you know that's the case, that's that's very, very rare. I mean, I talk to a lot of people. I've studied at several colleges. I I went to DU and studied data science. I went to MIT, studied computer science and, and artificial intelligence and machine learning. And it's hysterical how many people out there have come up with models or with systems or with algorithms that still don't win. It's not enough just to make a model. You have to make sure you can beat the market with whatever you're doing, which is getting increasingly harder and harder every year. Year that passes with sports betting. So when I did get to that point in 2017, it was amazing. I was on top of the world. I was so happy. I quit my other jobs. I started to do this a little bit at a time. I understood how it worked and I just got into it that way. Started slow. And then I got introduced to, to Twitter and, and gambling Twitter as it is. And, and sort of under, you know, this was in the very early stages of all these quote-unquote professionals on Twitter giving out picks. And now it's just a polluted cesspool. I don't know if there's one legitimate person giving or selling picks on Twitter. And you know what's hysterical is when you get on there and it's just, you know, 
there's people giving picks out for free and they're claiming to go 65%. <laughs> As we've talked about before, no one wants to be 65%. If you understand math and the maximization of value, uh, you want to be about 55, 56%. That means you're maximizing what you could be making. If you're betting 65% and stopping there, you don't know what you're doing. And I'm convinced of that. So anyway, I got introduced to Twitter, gambling, Twitter, all these touts, and I saw people making money. I saw a lot of people giving picks. And I thought at the time, Hey, this seems cool. This seems legitimate. This seems like what you do. You get a winning system. You can sell it. You can make some money uh, from other people buying your picks. And uh, yeah, it's like an extra income. And so what I started to find was, I mean, we sold picks. We were doing pretty well. Uh, I think, I honestly think we went, I mean, we had a great run when we did give picks out for sure, but I couldn't keep doing it because I noticed that there were certain small details that it takes to be a winning sports better. And that's the idea, right? That's the the false thing that, that a lot of those uh, people who sell picks are trying to get you to understand or trying to fool you into, uh, into not understand, but they're, they're, they're trying to fool you into thinking that you're going to win. I mean, that's the assumption, right? If you bet with someone who's going 60%, well, the idea is you hop on their picks, you're going to go 60%, you're going to win as well. Okay, so that's the idea. That's why it drives me crazy when you know people say, hey, who cares? I'm giving it out for free. Or, hey, who cares? It's just Twitter. It's like people are buying a lot of times picks or investing picks into people who really don't understand what they're doing. And look, this is just as real as it was, or is, 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 you know, true as it is today as it was back then. And there were a lot of hacks back then, you know, when you first got going. And so I just started off by saying, okay, if I do have a winning system, I can give picks and maybe outperform these guys and make some money. Uh, that way. But as I said, you know, there's details that go into winning and it's not, you can ask any sports better out there. There's, there's not a pro who just makes pregame picks, sits back and lets the money come in. Winning in sports betting is a process of yes, making good early picks when the lines open up, but it's also a product of arbitraging and hedging and live betting and buying on and off of games and, and, and futures bets. And there's a whole different I mean, there's many different things that it takes to be a winning sports better. And I am a firm believer that anyone out there who is a winning sports better, they have to be betting early. There's no one winning consistently who's betting the day of the game. You have to have bets in super, super early. The paradox about selling picks is your clients or customers will rarely get the same picks you are if you are a true winning professional. Now, here's what I mean by that. The NBA, uh, where we're wrapping up the NBA about what, three weeks left in the season, and uh, we're getting to some pretty intense games, okay? So the NBA lines open up at about 10.30 Pacific every day for the following day. Now, that time differs from, you know, book to book, but bet online who, orig or who you know, originates and comes up with a lot of the opening lines, it's about that time every day. So what happens is the winning bettors, let's give an example game. Let's say the Lakers are playing the Nuggets and the Nuggets are three-point favorites, okay? Well, if the, if the Denver Nuggets open up minus three and the early professional bettors like the Nuggets, well, they'll move that line from maybe three to, I don't know, four or four and a half. And that all happens in about three to five minutes. Those lines move quickly. Now, we've talked about this on other shows, but just to reiterate, what happens at that point is then once the opening lines are, are, are bet on betonline.com, well, then all these other sports books like BetMGM and FanDuel and PointsBet and Betfred and all these other points, they, they now open their lines up. 
So most of you, most of the public, you don't even have a chance to bet the opening line because none of these sports books make their own lines. They all copy the originating sports book after the line gets hammered out. So if the Denver Nuggets, if the Denver Nuggets open up minus three against the Lakers, and then all the pros come in early and bet that to four and a half, well, now you're going to see Denver minus four and a half available for the public. You don't have a chance to bet minus three. So as a professional better, you better have Denver minus three. Otherwise, you're going to lose long term. So that's the paradox is if you're really a true professional, which I think a lot of these people on Twitter are just full of shit anyway, and they're not. If you're really a true pro, it's not even possible to have your clients win at the same rate you do because you're often getting better numbers than all of them because the the way the market moves, the way the market adapts so quickly, they're not going to have a chance to bet early or to bet the same lines you are. So that's what I found happening with me. I would have in, in, in football, the Green Bay Packers minus six, but the market was minus eight. So now what do I do? Give out Green Bay minus eight? Do I be one of those scumbags and say, hey, we're giving out Green Bay minus six when it's not available? So you see... Even if you're a winning sports better, even if you're great and you're on a 20 and two run, and by the way, we'll talk about runs in a second, but even if you're a great sports better, over the course of time, and that's the key here is long-term, which is a lot longer than most people think, you're going to lose. So if you're buying picks from someone, you're getting the picks on the day of the game, you're always going to get maybe a point to a point and a half worse. And if you go back and look at every game in the history of that you've ever bet in your life, and you just add one point to either side, you're going to have a huge difference in your winning percentage. One point means a lot over the long run. And so if people are giving picks out and they're getting better picks, or let's say in my Green Bay example, where I got Green Bay minus six, now the market's minus eight. There's a lot of people out there who just say, yeah, you know what? I had Green Bay minus six, but I still like a minus eight. Go make that play still. It's a horrible way to give advice. And the, 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 the unfortunate thing is, 95% of people on on Twitter, either buying picks, selling picks in the gambling Twitter community, they really don't understand the nuances of what it takes to win long term, right? So they get fooled by all these people who say, oh, we're on a hot street, buy our picks or whatever, buy our picks. You're not going to get the winning picks if they're real professionals in the first place. And the other thing with all this is just, just a little side note for people on Twitter What you'll see a lot are recent streaks, okay? 20 and two over our last 22. We're eight and two on our last 10. We're 13 and 0 our last 13, whatever it is. Guys, guys and gals or whoever I'm talking to out there, there's no such thing as, you know, maybe, uh, 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 there's no such thing as a great record within like a 200 game sample size. I'd say maybe even within a 550 game sample size, okay? Now that's getting up there, I know, but given normal pattern of distribution and what math typically dictates for, for these kind of things. You need about 600 games to have a real good idea of what kind of a better you are. So if anyone out there says, you know, they're, they're 13 and three, their last 16 picks, well, go to a roulette table. See how many times you're going to get, you know, 13 and three red runs or 13 and three black runs. It happens way more than you'd think. And if you disagree with me, let me tell you a story. There's a great book called The Perfect Bet. And in that book, they talk about different uh, people who have aided to game theory. Okay, we're talking mathematicians, uh, uh, very, very smart, you know, the smartest people, the smartest mathematicians of the last like 50 years who helped develop game theory and helped develop the first ideas for how to beat casino games because back in the day before there were so many regulations you could actually beat roulette as the famous billy walters did once after noticing an inconsistency in the roulette wheel that existed back in the day okay so this is in the late 
70s, early 80s, a professor at Caltech. Uh, he had uh, uh, an idea about beating roulette. So what they wanted to do is get some data and study roulette spins before they went out to Las Vegas and tried a few things. So what they did, they hired some students. Okay, hired a group of eight to 10 students to go to Las Vegas and track roulette wheel spins, okay? So they'd write down, you know, red 23, black 20, black seven, black 15, red 26, whatever it is, okay? A whole list of outcomes. And the students in Las Vegas did what students do. They got bored, ah, this sucks, let's move on. And they just faked the results, okay? So they instead of sitting there for hours and hours and hours, they just went to the hotel and wrote down you know, red, red, black, black, red, black, red, red, black, black, red, black, red, black, red, black, 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 red, black, black, you know, and did however many spins they were supposed to. And they finished up their homework and went and had fun in Las Vegas for the rest of the time there. Well, after bringing, well, upon bringing the results back to their professors at Caltech, the professors, it took them about 30 seconds to realize these numbers were faked. And the reason is these mathematicians, these brilliant, you know, math teachers, they knew what big numbers look like. They understand big data. And when you have a binary result like black and red, and actually it's not binary because there's double zeros in there, but just follow me here for a sec. When you have black, red as the options with a couple, you know, singular double zeros, or if you're flipping a, a coin, okay, anything with essentially two outcomes, you're going to get so many runs of one or the other if you have a big enough sample size. Not only is it surprising, it should be, it, it should be expected Okay, so what happened was there were far too many sequences of red, black, red, black, red, red, black, black, or whatever it may be, instead of 10, 15 reds or blacks in a row. Because obviously they know, as I know, as we're talking about today, if you have a thousand or two thousand or five thousand, however many spins they did, you're going to get a lot of 15 reds in a row or a lot of 15 blacks in a row. It's just the way data works. It should be expected. So these students lacking that knowledge, they didn't know that they should put in a couple of 10 reds in a row. Because you know what the students would say, probably what a lot of you listening would say, uh, the, the likeliness of happening, that's crazy. That would never happen. That's no, we're not going to do that. It's the same reason why a lot of us in Vegas were with someone and they go up to a roulette table and they say, oh, I'm betting on red. Well, how come? Well, there's been 10 blacks in a row. It's bound to be red. It's, it's due to hit. Right? Or, that, or, or another person may look at the, the 10 blacks in a row and say, hey, I'm betting black. Well, how come? Because black's hot, man. Black's hitting over and over. You can always rationalize some reason about red or black. The point is, it should be expected. That should not deviate your decision making based on those results. That should be expected. So having said that, if you're on Twitter and you see someone say, hey, we are 10 and 2 over our last 12, you should chuckle and keep scrolling because that is so meaningless. My dog we could keep a running total of her games. She's going to have a lot of 10 and 2 runs. I promise you that. Doesn't mean she should be selling picks. So back to the story and back to me selling picks. I just found it. And I know this is going to sound maybe like I promise this is true. I found it to be shady and scummy. And like I was taking, you know, advantage of people. And that's why I made this podcast. I want to actually help educate people. I want to help people bet smarter instead of giving false winning picks on the assumption that they're now going to be able to get a professional uh, better's picks and win a lot more money themselves. It's like, no, like I want to go into the business. Well, not the business because I, I don't even need to make money on this podcast. I make plenty of betting sports myself, but I wanted to, to do a pod and talk about these very things. 
Because most people out there don't understand how much bullshit is on Twitter and how many liars and, 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 and fake pros are on there. And again, just like I said, the idea that you can sell picks, it, it's kind of twisted from the beginning because the, the, you have to bet winning numbers or you have to bet opening numbers if you're going to win long term. I'm a firm believer of that. Or you have to be able to bet live and arbitrage and hedge on the fly. You know, and <laughs> you will see Twitter accounts that are like, okay, hey, everyone bet now, bet now we're on this team live. And like 30 seconds later, it's like, hey, that number's not available. Yeah, you had to get on a live. It's also stupid. And it's also transparent for those who really understand how hard it is to win and how easy it is to get to get bad numbers and to think you're following a pro and, 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 and really not do that well. So when I sold picks, I thought it was just part of the thing. It's what you do. You know, hey, if you're a good handicapper, you can sell picks. But what I've come to understand is that if you're a real pro, it's actually the opposite. You've worked so hard to build an actual winning system, which is almost impossible to do. I mean, I would I bet two out of 100 people who actually try this get far enough to even come up with a system that they can match or compete, you know, even try to match the market, much less outsmart it. Okay, so it's really, really hard to do this. So after you've spent, like I and many other people, I'm sure have years building your formula, why the hell would you ever want to get on and just give all your picks away for free? Or even if you're charging a little bit, you know, that that impacts your ability to, to buy and hedge and things like that. Now, I know there are touts out there who are better than others, okay? I understand that there are still some pros here or there. Occasionally, it's a needle in a haystack who think they're doing a good job by giving picks and letting people in on their picks. But the dirty little secret is you're never going to go over 53% by tailing these professionals late in the process. If you're going to be a winning sports better, it's so much more difficult than just getting someone's picks. I always tell my friends this, okay? I, I, I go in with, a, with an expectation of all my friends, and this is actually what I say for the weekend picks. I promise over the course of a year, two years, whatever, I'm going to have a winning percentage with the weekend picks. The only issue is, unless you're listening first thing on Saturday, first thing on Sunday, getting lines as soon as you can, I even tell everyone, you're not going to have the same profit margin as I am. You're not going to bet the same games I am and have the exact same results because odds are I've got a little bit better of a number here, a little bit better of a number there. Now, I only give picks out that I still think have value, but this is all the reality of pros on Twitter selling picks. It's a dark place to be. There's a lot of misinformation. There's a ton of misinformation. I mean, it is so polluted with horrible info. I recommend everyone stay off Twitter if you want to become a better sports better. Find good shows that actually preach the, the, the accurate, real ways to win in sports betting. And as we've said before on this show a million times, winning in sports betting is damn near impossible. And that's for the average sports better out there. Okay. It is very, very difficult. So for all these people on Twitter, I mean, there are like thousands of professionals on Twitter. I bet there are more fake pros on Twitter than there are real pros in the United States. I seriously believe that my, my estimation to this day of people in the country who do this for a real living, I bet it's in, in the, in, in between about three and 500 people. I bet that's it. If you go on Twitter, I bet there's thousands of accounts who are either giving picks away for free or selling picks. And it's just not the case. And this took me, you know, not that long to realize, but I wanted to get out because I don't want to be part of that. I don't want to be part of that horrible 
industry and be sucked in with all the rest because eventually the public's going to get smarter. Eventually the average sports better is going to understand, Oh yeah, these guys are full of shit. It's a lot harder to win than they're saying they are. And I mean, I'm sure you've gotten burned. If you ever buy picks from someone who said they're 78% or 68% and then you know, they go, Oh, and four. And you know, the best part about that is a lot of those people just want to refund your picks. Oh, we'll pay you back. We'll pay you back. We'll pay you back. We'll, we'll give you three picks for free. We'll give you a week for free. Well, that doesn't help anybody. You're just getting a week's free of losing picks, <laughs> you know? So there really is no way to take shortcuts here. And that's, I think, the, the essence of today's show and what a lot of people want to do when they buy picks or get picks off Twitter. I got involved. I saw how bad it is. I'm here to tell you, don't do that thinking you're going to win long term. All right, that does it for today's show. Hopefully you learned a little something and uh, good luck, whatever you have going on today or tonight. We'll talk to you tomorrow on Sports Betting Daily.